Welcome to your journey of healing with the Healing Podcast, hosted by licensed clinician Monique Oway and co-host Dr. Amber Moan. Thank you for tuning into the Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Oway, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host here, Dr. Amber Moan. Okay, so today's topic is breaking generational curses. We thank you so much for your support, for like, sharing, and subscribing. Please tell everyone about the Healing Podcast. We hope it's helpful to you and someone you know. So those generational curses, you may have heard about them before. Got to break them. What does that mean? Dr. Moan, first, what is an example of a generational curse? What are we talking about? It could be mental abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse. Yeah. Uh, maybe not communicating. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, those things when they say, well, we've always done it this way. Yes. You know, when the whole family has lived in poverty, like the whole family, this is no slight if you've had to do this. But what I'm saying is when it's the goal, oh, you know, I'm just going to get on food stamps. I'm going to get on mm-hmm. welfare. I'm going to get on section eight. And that's the goal. And it's, you know, everybody else in the family, grandma, mom, brother, sister, everybody is in that cycle where they need assistance to be able to survive. And again, if that's what you need, you got to do what you got to do. Yes. But what I'm saying is to stay in it and that be the goal. That's like a generational curse to think that you're going to always have to be subject to a system and their assistance. Another generational curse is, I'd say, a life of crime. Mm-hmm. We all did this. We all steal. <laughs> that's how we got by. We all, we all sold drugs, mm-hmm. right? That is a generational curse. Just everybody feeling like that's just the lifestyle. I'll even say a generational curse is being stuck and confined to a town you grew up in. Oh, yes, yes. Not by choice because you love it and that's what you want to do and it's been good for you, but just this is where we live. No one leaves this town. Like maybe you're from a smaller town, a rural area, and they're like, everybody's going to get a job at the local plant. That's what we do. Your father did it. His brother did it. Your grandfather did it. Now you're going to do it. And they kind of keep you stuck that you can't go beyond that, right? So they don't, your family doesn't encourage you to venture out beyond your horizons so that's also a generational curse and dr mon i want to ask why do we got to break those things because it causes a lot of just toxicity yes. it limits it you know limits how how far you can limits. go you know it gives it, it gives room for excuses yes so and and, and again i'm going to say it, it limits you it does it does because it does keep you stuck right because you in that box yes. you feel like you can't do anything it hinders your opportunities, right? It hinders what you can do in the opportunity, you know, things that you might be, that might be good for the family, but they're keeping you selling. I know you got to be here. This is what we do. This life of crime is us, or this is what we do. You just go down there and you sign up for some assistance and get the food stamps and the monthly check, which is, again, it's fine if that's what you need. But here's the thing about those systems. They control you. Yes. Now, if you didn't know, if you've never been on public assistance, let me just let you know. You have to recertify every year. And that recertification process or whatever they give you the time frame to recertify, they go through your business. How much you making? Who did you get a job? Did you not get a job? If you're in Section 8, who lives there or any type of public housing? Who's living there? Who can't live there? No, this person can't move in with you. You know, those different things, that's in your business. And you might feel like, well, this is my home. It shouldn't matter who lives here. But they're like, no, we help you pay for this home. So we, it does matter. That's a lot of control. Bring in your bank statement. Bring in your tax return. We got to make sure you're in that bracket. 
you're like, gosh, I can't even hide. I can't even show that I got a nice bonus at my job. Maybe I was making below a certain wage, but this year they gave us a nice little boost. And now they're telling you, oh, since you got that little boost, you can't be here. So even though it's a helpful system, it's a very controlling system. So that's why you don't want to be subject to just, this is just what we're going to do. This is what we do because it keeps you confined. Dr. Moon said it. I think, you know, it, it prevents you from going forward, from venturing out, right? But Dr. Moon, what about the emotional damage it does when you're with someone who has always treated people a certain way, like a family of, let's say a family of abuse. Yes. Mental abuse, right? Yes. Great grandma did it. Grandma did it. Mom did it. Now here goes you. Or whoever else, same thing, grandpa dated great-grandpa, grandpa, dad, you, you're trying to be a different parent. How do those things affect you? Like, how does it, does it prevent you from being a good parent sometimes? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's, 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 it means you have to recognize, you know, you know, you may come, your, your grandmother may have physically abused you along with, you know, the mental abuse. But recognize, okay, so you, you, you said that you're never going to be physically abusive. But how is the mental abuse apart when it comes to your kids? Being real and honest and aware, what changes you are making? So. Yeah, I think so. You need to be aware so that it doesn't trickle down, so it doesn't continue to keep happening, right? Yes. You want to know what that thing is and so you know it doesn't keep happening. You know, the money thing happens a lot in a lot of families, too. Even if you do come into money, is the family now expecting you to be the one to help everybody because you came into money? See, the whole family may have been going through poverty. You broke through, fine, and you became, came into some money. Be careful that they don't navigate and attach you in a way to where it causes you to lose all your money because you were trying to fix everyone's problems. So you got to know about that generational curse of the poverty, of the decision-making, of that abuse. You got to know about it so that you don't continue to make it because as we know, those curses, they keep you bound. They keep you confined. They prevent you from freedom. So we want you to do that. Before we continue on this topic about breaking those generational curses and we talked about what they can be, but we got to talk about breaking them. I'm going to make a quick segue here and get into, you guessed it, the situation. Dr. Mo, what's our situation for today? All right. This situation was taken from social media. So I have two teenage daughters. They are friends with the daughters of a couple who lives five minutes down the street from me. It takes five minutes to walk from their house to my house. Their girls hang out at my house and my girls hang at theirs. My girls love going to their house because they have a pool and they will stay there all day if I let them. My two rules since I've met the family is number one, make sure the mom is always home when my girls are over. I don't want just the dad to be there. I'm a single mom and I trust no one around my daughters. Sometimes the girls are over there and the mom has gone to run errands real quick. I told the mom that it doesn't matter if this if it's real quick. I don't want my girls alone with a man in the house. She tells me she understands, but she does she doesn't appreciate me not trusting her husband. She says that I'm trying to insinuate things. We went back and forth about it. We made up until she broke my second rule. So my second rule is if it's late and they take the girls out, I told them to please make sure to drop them back off home for me. Don't just drive back to their house and have my girls walk back home by themselves in the dark. I don't care that it's a five minute walk. I'm not comfortable with them walking in the dark. If you take my children out, then you bring them home. So what if something happens? 
So now we are not talking and she doesn't want her girls to talk to my girls. Now I'm the bad guy because my girls were really close to her daughters. My daughters are upset with me and said that I'm ruining their lives. Any advice? Well, yeah, I have some advice. You know, these are your daughters. These are your, your children. So, you know, whatever, you know, you feel needs to happen, you know, within reason to protect them, it's just that. We, we, we do know that, you know, a lot of times, or it gives someone an opportunity when your girls are around strangers, whether it's a man or a woman, they can be perpetrated against. So if you are uncomfortable with your daughter's being alone with a man who, yeah, I get that he's married to their mom and you trust their mom. You don't have to trust him and that is okay. So if that is a rule, that's fine. Uh, when it comes to your girls walking, walking home five minutes in the dark, I'm with you. My girls and my son, with everything that's going on with sex trafficking and things of that nature, you have to know that that is a possibility. So if that is your rule, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that you need to do what's in the best interest of your daughters to protect them from being harmed. So I'm I'm with you. It is what it is. They'll understand later when they have kids. Yeah, definitely. I think if you're facing a situation like this, you do have to protect your children first because they are your children. And I think no one loves and protects their children like you, right? What I'll say is that, no, you made the best decision for yourself. No, I don't think you're trying to accuse that husband of being a predator. I don't know if he is a predator. He may not. There are a lot of good men out here, but that's how you feel comfortable with your daughters. And that's just what it is. No, a child should not be walking alone by themselves at night as much as possible because it only takes seconds for things to go wrong. It only takes seconds to be abducted. It only takes seconds for somebody to be assaulted sometimes. So guess what? You do what you do that to protect them. Yes, I think it was disrespectful for the mother not to drop them off at home. If it's five minutes up the road, it's a quick drop off. That's all it is. It's not like they had to go 15 miles up the way. So I think, I think there was a lack of understanding there from the mother of where you were coming from. And that's a shame. But I think, okay, your daughter's still being upset with you. They're teenagers. So they're going to be upset with you anyway, sometimes. But I would hope sometimes that kids, now what I will say is that hopefully in school, I hope they still talk to each other because they were friends. Now, it may not be where they can no longer go to the house, but that's one of those where I hope, I'm not trying to encourage bad behavior, I hope where they kind of defiant against the mother, meaning like they still talk to your daughters. I'm not talking about doing anything wrong, but the mother saying she doesn't want them to talk to your daughters anymore, but I hope they still talk in school because it seems like they were good friends and it's a shame that they now have to stop because you, you know, both sets of parents disagree or you disagree with her. She disagrees with you. So I hope that the daughters can find a way. What I would say for you, maybe encourage your daughters. You, from my perspective, you can still talk to her daughters. She may not want you to talk, them to talk, but I think from you, it's okay if you guys talk in school. I'm not mad about it. I think that's what I would say. But protecting your child, your children, that's, that's number one. Because at the end of the day, something happened. Who are they going to blame? Exactly. You, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in that predicament, I think try not to let children, adults' issues affect children's relationship if it's possible but protect your child if you'd like to share your situation or have a situation to share that you want us to discuss please go ahead and email support at thehealingpodcast.com before we get back into the topic a word from our sponsor healing expressions are you someone who has been considering therapy perhaps someone else has told you that you need to talk to a therapist 
Or maybe you're in a relationship and you want to discuss some challenges that you've been facing with your significant other. Maybe there's a communication issue, perhaps an incident of infidelity, or maybe you just want to strengthen your relationship because you guys are thinking about taking another step. Maybe you're struggling with anxiety or depression, perhaps grief, life stressors, and you just want to share your thoughts with someone. Well, consider contacting Healing Expressions. Healing Expressions is a private practice located in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You will be given a session at an affordable price with a licensed therapist. If this resonates with you, consider going to HealingExpressionsLLC.com, reading about the practice, and hitting the contact tab to see if you can book a session. All right. Thank you so much. And back to the Healing Podcast. Okay. So back into the topic, breaking generational curses. Well, how do we do that? We talked about what the curses are, Dr. Moan. Yes. How do we break them, though? What do we do? Is there a way to break them? Yeah. I think that it's it's recognizing that there is something there. And then get help if you need it. Depending on what's going on, if there's some past trauma that you haven't dealt with, then, you know, understand that, you know, like, look, if it's, you know, domestic violence, you saw your parents be physically abusive to each other, then... When you're in yours and you feel like you want to do the same thing, recognize that, okay, there's there's probably some past trauma that I need to, you know, work out. When it comes to mental, physical abuse, listen, if you see that it is still affecting you or you still, you know, you really haven't dealt with that, get help. You know, we see, even in the news, when you see, you know, professional athletes who come into all this money and are still doing things that they used to do or have seen when they were in, you know, from their family or when they didn't have money. Recognize that, you know, what you're doing is ruining it, ruining what could be. So just recognizing that there are some things that you have to work on. Yep, that's true. So uh, as we said, so one thing, the way the break generational curse Dr. Mon said, you got to recognize it was an issue. Then you have to be brave enough to do something about it. Yeah. And that means you have to be brave enough that you might be isolated from your family. Because see, if your family's been stuck in doing things a certain way for years and generations and you want to do something different, trust me, you're not going to be, it's not going to be well received at first. But when you show a different example in a different way, then people start to gravitate. So I would say be willing to be alone for a little bit from family or whoever the, the group of people that caused the curse to happen. You know, you're going to have to be out there sometime by yourself. Or it'll be a smaller group. Like maybe it's big family than just a group of you. Ten of you are willing to do something different. Well, it might be just be the ten of you for a while until you can show everybody different. Be willing to be brave to step out there. It's okay. Be willing to say it's not right. It's okay that, that, that I don't want to do this thing. It's okay if I don't want to do the same thing. I don't want to be the have life of crime. That's not my thing. I don't want to take over the family business of crime. I don't want to take, I don't want to get on the food stamps or section eight. I don't want to apply for public housing. And it's nothing wrong with you if that's what you needed, but I don't want to do it, so I'm going to work two jobs. Be okay if they say you're bougie because of that. Be okay if they say you think you're better because you don't, but you say, well, I think it's a better way. I don't think I'm better, but it's a better way. So recognize it. Realize you might be isolated. Be brave enough to do something about it. And then you got to do it. And you got to take steps. And I think to do that, Dr. Moon said, counseling sometimes can help. Again, some help to do it. I'm going to say it might be taking a second job and realize I'm just not going to do that thing that caused him to do it. 
moving away, you might have to move away from family. I'm going to say that too. You sometimes got to separate yourself from family because if they don't want to encourage your next move, it's time to go. That is the way. And then I'm going to also bring pray. Okay. I think you need to honest. I'm going to say that person, you need to pray and ask God to help you break that generational curse because it is heavy. And many times, depending on if you're a person of color, you're African-American, we've had a history of many curses on us because of what our people have gone through. So it can be hard. But recognizing that those things were not right is the first part in doing something about it in the way that you can. Dr. Moore, how about anything else you have for this topic? Well, yeah, just start. You know, it's important to change your surroundings. Um, Are the people around you still doing the same old, same old? Be willing to change those bad habits. So, definitely. Okay. So, before we go, I'll leave you with this. The freeing feeling of being able to say, that's not me anymore. The freeing feeling of being able to say, that's not me anymore. Okay. And that's by unknown. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Healing Podcast. We thank you for your support. Please like, share, and subscribe. And talk to you soon. Bye-bye.